tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, 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 we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tin Fall Hat. You know I am, you know I am. You know I am. You know I am. You know I'm here to do? I'm here to rock. That's right, dude. We are here dropping Hammer of the Gods. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the number. What number are we? We're a top 50 podcast. On top, yeah, we were why don't at we just lie, Why don't we just lie like everyone else and say we're the number one? No, dude. I don't like that. <laughs> I just can't believe we're still 48. So I'm getting hit up on Twitter all the time. I guess like Spotify or whatever you're listening to oh, yeah. has... Your top podcast, and we're the top on a lot of them. You're so... lucky. You're lucky you got to delete it off of Instagram because right now, I mean, no offense to everybody, but we're all getting tagged on like we're the number one. We've listened to like 10,000 minutes. I love foil, those, so. Xavier you, you, Guerrero. No, no, I'm just saying, I you just missed them. them. You just got deleted from Instagram. You're missing all the love. I, I yeah, I Man, got you said he was lucky. You're trying to, you're trying to turn <laughs> yeah, back you, onto the you road. You should there. run for politics because <laughs> you good... can flip flop at a drop of the hat. A <laughs> uh, so couple things I want to talk about. Yes, I have in fact been deleted yet again oh. from Instagram. Uh, I don't know what it was. Uh, my friend Tino think it's because the stories people would tag me in stories. I'm like, oh, that's interesting, and I would share them. But usually you get a warning that, hey, if you do this again, you're going to get deleted. I didn't. They just nailed me. And it's gone. Like terminated. Yeah, just terminated. Did you get like a pop-up, like a notification like, hey, you've been banned or email? Well, no, it's very interesting is I got what, like when I went to it, something happened and it was like 30-day disabled. Then that disappeared. So I think they dung me and then they go, oh, you're doing more dingy again. They like didn't even give me a chance. Interesting. So I'm gone. I will start. I do have uh, Fat Dragon Pro and Tin Foil Hat Pod. Pod. Yeah, Tin Foil Hat Pod. Tin Foil Hat Pod. All the rest are gone. Okay, but those aren't yours. Are you making a one that's going to be Sam Tripley? Fat Dragon Pro is, in fact, mine. I just allowed the person I put in charge, Robin, who runs my social media. That's where you're going to get all the stuff from me, my shows that are out, all that stuff. I just don't What about think... the meme lovers? What, what about the, the, the people that love Sam Telegram. That's what Telegram's okay. for, bro. That's what Telegram's for. You got to get on Telegram. It's Tim Fall Hats cons- only conspiracies. And I just drop dank memes on there left and right. I will start a, sh- uh, a shady Instagram account just to stare at ass. I- I'm making no illusions of that. That's what it's going to be about. And I, I'm just like, it's done. I, I like can't. how you said you're going to. Uh, well, okay. Yes, I already have <laughs> yeah, one. Okay. And no, I won't tell you what it is because <laughs> I'm a weirdo. Uh, but uh, I am, uh, uh, so it's gone. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. It's gone. 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 And it sucks. 
because I a lot need, of work was put into that. Well, it's like what seventy thousand on that one, almost eighty thousand on the one before that, and it's just like it's like you know, it's just like I just like you know the Titanic sinking. You want to kind of fucking push back, and they're just eliminating it. And it's so funny because there's so many Instagram accounts that that do what I get dinged for. And I'm like, why am I getting dinged? And I think it's honestly because um, I don't play to the right or left. I think if you go really hard, okay, make fun of Jews, you're gone. I don't do that, right? You're gone. Uh, If you're kind of like in the middle, I think that's where you get kind of effed. I think if you're like really hard right or really hard left, they love that because that adds to the divide and conquer. Yeah. That gets everybody fighting with you're each be- other. You're still better off left than right. Oh, for oh, you're 100%. always you can never be wrong on the left. Like the, th- I mean, dude, Xavier was talking about my my uh my twerking and politics videos. I literally was ripping uh twerking videos off of Instagram and putting political messages over them, and they ding me for like sexual content. Do you think if the woman, if a female woman voice did it, you think it'd be better? You think Probably. it's you think it's a guy talking on top of a girl Probably. twerking? That's oh, that's not, dude. There are whole channels, I mean, whole Instagram pages of women just pulling their pants up high as they can to rock the the camel toe. Dude, there was a a meme that or like a like a TikTok sort of thing that also got into Instagram stories that was women spitting out the whitening teeth whitening shit. Because, oh, like it's like yeah, like it's yeah. yeah, yeah, and that was a whole thing that went around. It just just chicks doing that, and then there was another guy. I sent you this the other day. This YouTube, like we keep getting banned from YouTube. This guy went around with a dildo that was very anatomically correct, looked like a dick. I can confirm, I have one, and he went around just asking chicks on the street in Austin, "Hey, you want you want jizz on your face?" and then just squirting jizz all over their faces. And that's a YouTube channel now. Uh, of just this guy just jizzing on chicks, and and he has no problems apparently. Dude, they love it. There's naked naked yoga, yoga. on YouTube. It is literally it is, naked. Yeah. That is my more only than anybody problem with it. If you make a rule, have a rule, and if I violate that rule, get rid of me. I get it, but you're not doing that. You're making rules selective to each person. Please don't bring me that private that private company bullshit. It's not. It's completely and utterly funded by intelligence and the U.S. government. Okay? It's also, a totally- it's like the internet. Eventually, it becomes a public square. You know, eventually, it becomes the public commons. And the reason I'm upset different. is it's just like it's really making. So even now, Robin, my social media person, can't, can't post paid ads on sh- Facebook. They won't let her post it. They won't let her post my well, my. I mean, I was telling uh, Sam how they're not picking on what you post now. They're picking on a person, Jocko Williams. What's it? The, the Jocko, Jocko Willing. Yeah. yeah, he got he. What does he post about sweating every day and working out? And he's shadow banned. I think because since he's he's conservative, and if you follow him, then that means you listen to his podcast. Mm. So guess how we're not going to make you listen to his podcast if you don't see that he's working out and he's calling you a bitch. You won't listen to his podcast, well, now you can't figure you out that he's conservative. Yep. Tommy G literally talked about how he thought Parler was controlled opposition because the minute you went on Twitter and announced 
that you were on Parlor, you would be banned. So it's like, okay, so you got Jocko who, like, I know he's like, I know he, he goes into the realms of like what's going on in pop culture and stuff like that, but he seems to be like work out, believe in yourself, mm. all that. I'm not, I don't watch him, but from the little parts have been shared, that's what I notice he does, right? Yeah. So if you ban him and you force him to go over here, you bring a whole bunch of crowd over there. So now this builds up over here and they're siloing us into each one of us into That's a it. silo. So now we're only yell talking to people who agree with us, which is the whole thing they want. So it's like so it's like I just I just want to I just want to promote. That's it. That's it. I mean, I'm really I dude, I I was getting on Instagram so much I had to put a Thing, I had to make a, a thing. Um, a goal for my day is only post five times on there. You got to move to China. They're not letting the kids go on there. You need like a parent, just something like that. It's cause... unbelievable, right? It's like you got these people who want socialism and communism, but they don't actually want to do anything that those countries are doing. Like how many of our quote leftist friends are like mocking like vaccine mandate, uh, passport mandates, right? They're like mocking people who don't want that right but yeah all but they're and they're all socialists they all say they're socialists but the countries that are socialists in europe are doing one or two things they're either completely abandoning any covid uh, restrictions or they're having giant marches against it all of europe australia they're all marching against this shit so it's like you you don't really want socialism you just want a bitch about and there's people like Jimmy Dore who are pushing against it, right? And he he considers himself a socialist. Love him to pieces. At least he's pushing back on it. Yeah. I mean, there's how many heroes are like, dude? Do you see that that Kramer guy on CNBC's like, maybe we should get the military now? Yeah, Jim Kramer. Yeah. Can you believe that? All are being he's exposed for who they are. If you'd like to see me live, I am going to be in San Diego this weekend. Chris Neff. Uh, Howie Dewey will be at the the um, American Comedy Company. You can grab your tickets at American Comedy Co. or samtriplee.com. Uh, the following week, I am in, in Filthy Tampa. I am so excited about Filthy Tampa. You're always going to Florida. Filthy. I love Tampa, bro. It is on my list of cities I will move to if I could, but my baby's mama won't. New city on the possible move list. Go on. Dallas. I'm no, yeah, maybe. I'm do Austin if you're going to do Better Dallas. than Nashville. Be really? Yeah, Nashville's yeah. cold. Johnny's you think better right. than Nashville? Nashville? Yeah. yeah. You think Dallas is better than Nashville? Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, intra. Dude, I think Austin, though, is, is, is better than Dallas. But Austin is just L.A. and yeah. Texas. Yeah, but, but all, you, the thing you're not thinking about Austin, you can go five miles outside of Austin, and it'll still take you five minutes to get to everything in Austin, and you're alone, dude. You got your own. You can have your own empire. Just drive out of the – just a little bit out of the city. There's land. Would you live in Austin? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Would you live in Austin? Of course. I think Asheville is a good choice, though. Too. What? I liked Asheville when you brought I, that up. I, I just I, – that might be too far out. I don't know, man. I'm, yeah, you got Charlotte right there. You could do Charlotte, too, dude. Check but, out like, Charlotte. I need to go so, – like, the reason I like Dallas is a couple reasons. One, uh, it's – like, Dallas and Houston have very much L.A. energy, like when you're in the city. I need that energy. Uh, two, it's, like, guns. And, and, and three – Futuristic black chicks like that. That is on the board. 
for uh, important reasons. But that was a very important reason, no, especially okay. the last one. Yes, yes. I mean, dude, my new fetish, I talked about it on Conspiracy Social Club. I'm really turned on by hot racist black chicks. Racist against white people? Yeah. That's Whoa. just I think I think that's super hot. <laughs> you like like forbidden apples, huh? I just like <laughs> forbid, or fruit or, or apples. Fruit. <laughs> well, if I'm in the forbidden bananas or something like that. Uh guys, he so likes, he all likes that's brown there. bananas. Please go check it out. See me live uh, in Tampa. I got some good friends coming to me. It's one night, one night only. Hammer of the Gods. Come join me, okay? Uh, what else we got? Man, I got a bunch of... Dude, Rockfin is on fire! Rockfin is killing it right now. I got some big names about to join the comedy division. Woo-hoo. Some good stuff. We got Walsh just joined. He's got some great animation on there. And we have... Uh, I- I'm in the talks with a couple other people. Super duper excited about that. All my premium content's there. All of it. $10. Everything you want. All my free uh, content's there, and all my my premium content's there. Go check it out. Tin Foil Hat, uh, Zero, Conspiracy Social Club, Broken Sim. Uh, what else is there? We don't smoke the same. We don't smoke the same. Just right there are five shows. $10 a month. You're getting six episodes just from me. Sometimes seven, depending on the show. Just from me. So it's a great way to support the show, great way to help out. And here's the thing. You get everybody's content on the show. All right? If you want more free stuff from me, not only is Tim Fall Hat free and will always be free, but we also have Broken Sim is for free. Uh, Punch Drunk for free. Cash Daddies is for free. Uh, Zero, my new show Zero is on fire. It got in the top 200 on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, spiritual, uh, spiritual podcast category. So... Top, it was go, top. Leave a, go leave a review over there. There's only 85 reviews on Zero. Go Come give on, me a guys. review on everything. Yeah. Tinfoil Hap, Conspiracy Social Club. But if you want to go for the free stuff, just go to samtrilly.com, click the banner of your favorite show, and you go listen to free stuff. And guess what else Sam Tripoli has? A, a 24-hour radio show of all of my shows. You can listen to all my shows for free. Of all of my free po- of all my free podcasts, there just twenty four hours. Sam Tripoli, I'm in your head. I guess what goes to samtripoli.com. Click uh, timfallhatt-shirts.com, and you could support the show. We got new stuff coming all the time. You guys are sending me great artwork. Some of them I can't use. I have to get back to you. I'm going to email you guys a thank you. I've just been inundated with emails. I promise you. I promise you. I'm going to get you an email. Oh, yeah. I forgot to announce it. Dude, we are going to be at in Long Beach at Harvell's. Two shows. Eddie Bravo, myself, Xavier Guerrero. We'll see if Johnny's got the balls to show up. I put him on the flyer. I didn't even ask. Put him on we'll the flyer. Sorry, Johnny. see if you got Sorry, the balls, Johnny, Johnny to it. show up and rock in Long Beach. Uh, two shows. So here's what I did, man, because I'm still trying to figure out uh, 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 Eventbrite. So the first show is uh, you got your tickets. And then the second show, uh, I lowered the price because I know people are like, if I buy both, can I get a discount? I gave you the discount anyways. It's there. I knocked money off it all. So if you two shows, first show stand up. Second show is Q&A where you get to come on stage and ask any of us any questions you want. I might have my friend. Who knows who might show up in Long Beach? We'll rotate some people in, rotate 
rotate some people out and have a good time. But it is live LBC. We're coming to drop some hammer on you and working on other shows. The uh, My 2022 tour is going to be called Hammer of the Gods, and it is coming together now. So let's rock. Anything else? Uh, if you want a poster you- signed by me and Sam Tripoli and off the grid and Johnny Woodard, uh, go get yourself a We Don't Smoke the Same t-shirt at Flavors by Ezone, and that will come with the poster signed by Eddie Bravo. So if you're a 10th Planet fan or you missed the 500 show, go get a t-shirt, and it will come with the poster. There's a limited edition, so it's like 10 posters left, so it'll be the first 10 people. Nice, buddy. Nice. Anything else? That's it. Anything uh, else? Check out Broken Sam on YouTube, and we'll be doing another one this week. Yeah, I mean, we yeah, dude, we got we got another one this week. Maybe at some point, who knows? We'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, man, I thank you guys so much for the support. It's been a great year, and uh, it's only getting better. And you know, I love you all very much. Uh, this is a great ep- episode. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, physical fitness. The lies that you're told, and uh, man, I'm very excited to have Justin Andrews on, and it's a great conversation. I hope you enjoy it, and have a great weekend. Hope to see you in San Diego. Hope to see you. We go deep, homeboy. Open your mind. Hey guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Four Sigmatic, a company known for their innovative use of functional ingredients to enhance your performance, okay? Lately, I've been having Four Sigmatic Performance Coffee in the morning. It is infused with lion mane for focus and cordyceps for performance. And this stuff is legit, okay? Uh, I'm more productive, focused, and more energetic, and I I feel like I'm on top of my game. I bring the hammer of the gods because of this coffee, okay? You can also use this as a pre-workout, okay? Before you're going to go to gym, before you're going to get on a hike, before you're going to drop the hammer to gods on your lady, okay? You (laughs) need endurance to hit harder, pound harder, make her love you more. Guess what? It's real simple. For Sigmatic Performance Coffee. No jittery feeling, easier on the gut, just pure focus, okay? So you're probably wondering, does it taste like mushrooms? Nope. The flavor is rich and smooth. It's the perfect cup of coffee with additional benefits, okay? They've got over 30,000 five-star reviews. That's a lot of five-star reviews. And best of all, four Sigmatic backs. They're product with a 100% money-back guarantee. Love it or it's free. So this is what we're going to do. Listen, guys, I've worked on exclusive offer with four Sigmatic for you the Swarm, okay? This is it. For the Swarm listeners, save 20% on your first order on Four Sigmatic website. To claim this deal, just go to foursigmatic.com slash tinfoil and use the coupon code tinfoil at checkout. Again, that this code is only for the tinfoil hat listeners, aka the Swarm, so please don't share with anyone. You'll save 20% off whatever you want. So go right now to F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com slash tinfoil and use the code tinfoil to supercharge your performance. All right, guys, let's get into it. This next guest is a gentle, uh, is a gentleman. Uh, 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 well, today, who knows at this point, right? It could be one of many different things. Uh, but he's a podcaster. Uh, he deals in health and fitness. And I thought it'd be a really great topic to talk about. 
because, you know, we could talk about all the stuff that the Power Bottom Lizard people are doing, and we could do that forever, and yeah. that's great, but it's like, how do we, how do we deal with life in the moment of right now? And yeah. like, how do you not worry about what the Vatican is doing or what's, you know, God, you know, prayers, thoughts and prayers out to Yemen and what's going on over there, because that's what we're told's going on over there. I've never been there. I'm not saying it's not happening, but I've never been there, but I could get lost in what's going on over there and not being in the moment and working out. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm very excited to have this next gentleman on. Again, he's a podcaster. He's in the fitness, and we're going to break down some of the uh, what you're told and what you should actually do. Please welcome Justin Andrews. How are you, brother? Hey, man. I'm great, man. Thanks for having me on. This is exciting. I have no uh, idea where this is going to go. Well, dude, those are the best podcasts. Like sometimes when you over, you know, uh, there's a saying in recovery. If you want to make God laugh, tell me your plans, you know, and that's (laughs) kind of where I am on that right now. It's like I love the structured shows because sometimes you're like going into these very like intricate details of a very deep, deep, deep like conspiracy. But then sometimes it's like, hey, man, we're just going to talk and have a good time. And I kind of like those as well. So it's like it's good to do mix and match. You can get super serious or you can have like a real important conversation about things that people can actually change in their life, which is what they're eating and how they're working out and all that stuff. And that like if people are overwhelmed right now in, in so many different ways, like how can we help them figure out how to change the, their their course of their life. So before we get into all that fun stuff, why don't you tell us a little, for those who might not be familiar with you, which would be Johnny and XG, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your podcast and anything else. Yeah, so um, my name is Justin. I, I, uh, I'm on this podcast called Mind Pump, and we started about six years ago. Uh, we're three personal trainers by trade, so we have no experience in terms of uh, any kind of entertainment, any kind of radio, like nothing like that. So it's purely random that this all happened. You have a great voice, though, bro. I got to be honest with you. You have a great voice. I could see you on like Howard Stern's channel like dropping bombs. Oh, fuck yeah. All right. That's a compliment. <laughs> it's a total compliment, bro. Yeah. Some people don't have, like Shaquille O'Neal does not have a good voice for podcast. He keeps trying. He's got a great body, though. Well, yeah. Does he have a great body? He's like a big dude, bro. I mean, I mean like. You want to hug him. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. You want to hug. You want to hug. He has a good voice for checking out people that at groceries, you know? I mean, that's like, okay, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like paper pleasure? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's funny. Thank you for shopping at Whole Foods. I I, um, I like to I like to bring up topics a lot on this show. I think, and I have no idea how you got connected to me. And I'm I'm really stoked that you did because I was like, oh, this is gonna be super fun because we do talk a little bit about conspiracies in the very beginning intro portion of the show. And I've it's been really hard for me to to transition from like a bicep curl into uh, you know lizard overlords. Um, but you know, I, I try my best. Uh, to, Just gotta to believe in there. yourself, brother, and it could happen, man. <laughs> it's all about positive energy and like uh, law of attraction. But no, I understand what you're doing. And some some conspiracies are very easy to talk about, and some are hiding in plain sight, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like there are things in the. I, I'm sure if we get a, 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 like several different uh, trainers in here, everybody has their own personal belief on how you should work out, how you should eat, and all that stuff. But I think that most people will understand that based on just my 49 years on this planet and learning what I've learned, like the official narrative usually isn't the best idea. 
Yes. Yes. This is, this is the reason why we have our show and uh, it's all of our same experience. Uh, and we all have different backgrounds, which was, you know, a cool dynamic. Uh, I'm more of an athletic background, uh, but we all, uh, you know, in our football? time, we were, yeah, I played football uh-huh. what, running back uh, linebacker. Linebackers good. White running backs are fucking nasty, bro. Mike <laughs> Prof Maga teacher is a, a white running back. My cousin who's super shredded, white running back. Dude, they're always jacked and, and just like steel, bro. Just horses. Yeah. Right? They're just horses, bro. They're usually from Nebraska too. Uh, yeah, I found. It's we like got a lot to compete with. Yeah, yeah. they do. They You're do, right. Dude. But to be like a starting you know a starting white quarterback. I mean, a white running tough, back tough is fucking athletic. It's the right? reason Leonard Fournette went before Christian McCaffrey in the draft. You know what I mean? Because let's Bro, be honest, no, people they are not getting the benefit of the doubt. Let's there be honest. It completely yeah. is. Yeah. It's like why you never see white guys get drafted as cornerbacks. Yeah. They'll get they'll get drafted as a safety oh, even okay. if they never played it. Right. That's exactly. very rare. I've I've played on a couple of teams. I've never seen uh you know a white corner. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. But okay, so here, here, here's Jason Seahorn is the last that's guy. That's it. That's yeah, it. Seahorn. Yep. There you go. That's but about you one. know, Bobby Bowden said the most athletic guy he ever had on his team was a white guy. He yeah. talked about but, it. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah, which is crazy because he had Randy Moss for like two seconds. But what I want to get into, uh, there's a lot to get into. But going back to white athletes here, is it me or does it just seem like in certain sports you're seeing a return to? Where, where it was dominated by African-Americans, there seems to be a resurgence of the white athlete, like in boxing, right? It's like, there's some really great white boxers. And forever, there was none. There was none. There well, was like Glass Joe depends on if and you Mike count, Tyson's Punch-Out, and that's about it. Depends on if you count boxers from former Soviet republics. So, what? That's another problem I have. Like, why aren't Russians yeah, white people? are coming in for sure, yeah. Well, yeah, but hey. I'm saying the Klitschko has dominated boxing, the heavyweight boxing, for two decades, pretty much, though. So. Right, right. But well, I, that, I, I, that was I, it. You're so right. Like, why isn't uh, that... Uh, the UFC champ was his name. The one with the long-ass name. Why isn't Khabib? he considered white? Yeah, why isn't Khabib considered a white guy? I don't know. I don't know why. Because everyone's like, why is he... He's not white. He's, he's, he's too he's, tough. He's tougher than white regular Dagestan. white people. I'm like that's still white. I mean, that's white plus. It's like see, special, special I, I like I like how he's thinking. He's white plus special white. Like they can stand the cold. <laughs> special white. Yeah. They can drink vodka and stand the cold. That'd be so great if like they were listing like if you're going to D1 school. Uh, you know his position is. Uh, you know how they have a- a- athletic athlete. athlete yeah, it's yeah. just like special white. <laughs> <laughs> Mark so, that one on my next uh, so, but, but that gets into kind of a psychology that goes in with being an athlete, right? And the psychology that of that, let's face it, the black athlete is always superior, right? And now it's kind of changing, which hmm. I think comes from the real thing is obviously there's genetics and stuff like that, but how much of it is just plain hunger, right? Like you see these Russians, these Eastern Europeans. Well, Fury. They're, yeah, they're coming from, like, let's face it, poor areas, and they're hungry, so they're they're going to maybe push a little harder that a kid from the suburb wouldn't do. Because- well, it's the reason American boxing has sucked for so long, especially at the heavyweight levels, because they're, we're a spoiled country at this point, and you're getting yeah. guys coming from those former Soviet republics where they had to scrounge, you know, for every penny. And, yeah. and they're hungry. Combat sport like that, you're going to see like uh, other countries that actually have real struggle. They're going to do a bit better. It yeah. seems. I mean, Mexicans, they're they're always up exactly. there for some yeah. reason, and it's because I mean, I'm guessing they're struggling. They're in boxing. Yeah, boxing. 
But that's about it. Oh yeah, soccer. soccer. They're okay. Yeah, basketball. I mean, they don't, there's not basketball, one single soccer. basketball player. There's not single one. Not one basketball Mexican soccer player. There was one, but he didn't. He, he's yeah. already gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, because you're oh. the only people getting shorter. What was his name? That guy was okay. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but Mexicans are the only people oh, getting shorter. Um. So hey, you're about five minutes into this podcast. Are you regretting yeah. it already? I'm here for the entertainment. So. Yeah, we just dump straight into like racial issues. Yeah. Right? Yeah, um, we kind of do the same thing. There's three hosts that we have, so it's just like this. I'm I'm just constantly waiting for my time. You know? No, jump in, jumping. dude. Anytime, anytime. Yeah. We 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 uh. We will totally, we're excited to hear what you have to say. Guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Ladder. That's right, ladderlife.com. Okay, Ladder is 100% digital, no doctors, no needles, no paperwork when you apply for a $3 million in coverage or less. And let me tell you, daddy's getting life shirts, okay? I'm getting it. I'm going to use Ladder, okay? You just need a few minutes on a phone, laptop to apply. Ladder's smart algorithm works in real time so you'll find instant. Find out instantly if you're approved, okay? If you prefer to talk to a person, their team of licensed agents doesn't work on commission, so they'll help you and not upsell you, okay? No hidden feeds, cancel at any time, get a full refund if you change your mind in 30 days, man. You don't get that anymore. That's This is good stuff right here. And letter policies are issued by insurers with long-proven histories of paying claims. They're a and A-plus rated by AM Best. Finally, since life insurance costs more as you age, now is the time to cross it off your list. So here's what we're going to do, all right, guys? I want you to do this. So go to ladderlife.com slash tinfoil today to see if you are instantly approved. That's L-A-D-D-E-R-L-I-F dot com slash tinfoil. Ladderlife.com. Dot com slash tinfoil. Get it and win. You come on a great time because I am, uh, I just did my health checkup. I I did the okay. test that every butt man dreads. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Two fingers? Just one? One finger? I, I didn't ask him how many fingers. I didn't go, hey, how many was it? Could you get two in there? Was it just one in a struggle? I didn't ask him that. I just, I bent over and I just was like, ah! It was the worst Ooh. feeling ever. It's just so. It's what just, if you'd really liked it? What if, you know? I think if, he was testing to see if I really liked oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. Right? Because hmm. I was like, yeah, I used to have a drug problem. I did speed. He's like, did you inject? I'm like, no. Because I hate needles, even though I have, uh, even though I have uh, tattoos, I hate needles. Yeah. I hate them. He's like, "Are you sure you didn't eject?" I'm like, "No." Okay. And this is where it gets weird. This is Sam speaking. Nobody else, by the way. In AA, crystal meth is known as the queer juice. Okay, because <laughs> you're gonna eventually shove something in your butt at some point, right? So when he heard I did speed, he's probably like, "You were doing weird shit." I'm like, "No, I really wasn't." <laughs> I but so he wanted to see exactly if I got how weird I That's used to so get. Funny. And he just so <laughs> my mom's doctor just got busted for fooling around with guys in the in the office uh, and she's devastated because she's like he was so good he was, yeah, he was the best that's why he's good what up what up was he doing it like the guys knew or kind of to sam like where you stick one finger two well fingers the rumor one. is that a Hold guy kind of new or guys like sam what does that mean or he was just kind of feeling you up as in like, like medical sam, procedure or yeah. he actually had gay guys going in there i, I think it was and, medical procedure and and the rumor is that it was a guy that was pissed off about him not prescribing opiates to him. Oh. And 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 
threw it on him. So which we'll is see. all dope sick, bro. Which yeah. is all Oh, it's amazing, dude. So my I got blood work done and it all comes back clean. Right. Uh, except for I have uh, a little higher level of uh, um, uh, cholesterol. Mm. So that that's it. So at my age, he goes, I'm pretty healthy. I have high level of cholesterol. So now it's time to start. He, he goes, you got to change your diet. Mm. And like, since I've gotten rid of drugs, alcohol, pretty much pornography, uh, I really have no vices left. And like eating like shit was the last one. And mm. so I'm going to have huh. to give up that as well, and which sucks. So here we are. Uh, uh, I have a whole thing that I'm going to send to you. It is uh, my list of um, things I'm allowed to eat and things I'm not allowed to eat. And uh, okay. it was basically... So so let's get into this real quick. So uh, so you're in the health, and you, ta- you mm. watch health, and you see what is being... Uh, what you know works versus what you see being pushed. And is there right. a disconnect between that? There's a massive disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, and really it, it started off with the food pyramid and it started out with all the recommendations growing up, like literally everything uh, that we were told in school is pretty much, it's the opposite. Uh, so this is where kind of, I mean, I started to be more skeptical of the health and fitness industry in general uh, because of the advice and nutritionally it's, it's, it's really bad. Like it's, it's at a point where like you're mentioning cholesterol and dietary cholesterol as that's something that, you know, uh, doctors can, they, they can, find out that specific number. And that's something that they can give you a pill and, and you know, it can lower your cholesterol. Uh, whereas, you know, that being a, a, a genetic factor, you know, might be something to be concerned with, but if it's just dietary cholesterol, it's really nothing to, to be concerned about. Cause that, that, that food pyramid I brought up, that's the one that I saw in the like two thousands where bread was the main thing. You eat pasta every day, you're good to go type of thing. And that's where it all started. Yes. Right. So grains are grains are, uh, you know, the, the majority of the portion, uh, which subsidized wise makes sense that they would highlight that, um, which is, you know, uh, if, if you're going to kind of attribute all these different factors of what's led to, you know, the current state of obesity, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of these recommendations are just way off. There's only two uh, essential macronutrients that you really need to focus on. The rest is just, you know, on top uh, to provide you with adequate energy for movement, working out, all that kind of stuff. Uh, really, the, the biggest focus should be on proteins and fats. And those are your 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 essential macronutrients at the end of the day. What and is so a macronutrient, by the way? What is so, that? Yeah, so it's your, it's, it's your macronutrients. So your 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 basic um, like so meats and and um, uh, you know eggs and uh, you know you have that for your for your uh, protein macronutrients and then you have uh, you, you know you have your fats uh, like your butters your your avocados uh, oils and then uh, you have your carbohydrates which. Uh, you know, consist of usually grains or uh, all, all the rest of like the starchy carbs and things that, uh, you know, find their way into your diet. So, um, you know, basically it's it's the essential uh, nutrients uh, that you need to survive is is your, your macronutrient base. You have to cover at least your proteins and your fats. So so uh, a long time ago, one of the big psychological operations done on on this country is the importance of a breakfast. Right, that we were told we got to load up early, 
Most important meal of the day. Um, Most nope. important meal of the day. Never forget yep. that. And Never forget that. I mean, it is pounded into you. Mm-hmm. Most important meal of the day. Most important meal of the day. And I'm starting to find out because you kind of think, and there's a logic behind it, right? In your head. You're like, my day's starting. I got to fuel myself up. I got to do that. And maybe I don't want to eat late night because I'm not going to be doing as much activities. But I'm heard out the streets and the streets are talking that that maybe isn't exactly the truth. No. Yeah. Well, you also get this thing where you can't, you can't possibly go without eating for you know six, eight, ten well, hours. Hangry, right. you'll get hangry. Yeah, you'll, hangry, yeah, you'll be uncomfortable. Yeah, so there, I mean, there was a lot of that, and you find out later on like how much of that is advertising, um, and you know whether catalogs or whoever was trying to get you to start your day with you know these grains and why that was the most important meal of the day. Uh, really, like what we've done is is gone away from the individual, and and um, you know the individual isn't really as considered as much, and so there's so much nuance, uh, especially to nutrition, uh, that really like once we start generalizing everything. Um, that's where I start to have a problem with that. And we have to, as trainers, we always like start with, it depends. So you, 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 you want to take on, um, you know, s- some advice with, with a grain of salt in terms of like, I want to understand what they're eating currently, you know, what their body uh, receives well, what it doesn't receive well, uh, and then kind of navigate through it, uh, you know, in, in accordance with that. So, um, it, cause you could go both ways. You could eat breakfast in the morning. You could skip breakfast in the morning and you, you could be just fine. It's it, at the end of the day, it, it amounts to the individual and you know how they operate best uh, in that situation. But there's been a lot of diets too that come out because what they want to do is it's so much more effective to market you uh, when you have like, here's the answer. Here's the one way to do everything. And so, and here's my plan for it. And also I have all these other like supplements and products that, you know, go alongside with that. And it becomes, you know, it becomes this modality becomes this, this, um, this sort of diet that people subscribe to. They, they evangelize about it. Uh, and you know, and then it becomes this sort of tribal fight, uh, amongst other people dieting, uh, which one is the right one. And so it really just always amounts to the individual and, and, you know, what their biodiversity, you know, requires. So, I mean, we, we hear that, you know, breakfast is great. Is there anything else as children that we get, told whether it's uh what we eat and or 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 our working out our fitness that you think that's kind of just a straight up lie that isn't isn't actually correct in what you've learned through your time like are there things that we've learned like why do we climb a rope to the ceiling in in all of our in pe class because that's never applied to anywhere else in my life See, I'd actually rather that we go we go back to that. Okay, okay, I'm cool with that. And, yeah, putting screens in front of our faces and not moving. Um, I feel like there's a massive disconnect in in schools now, uh, in terms of extracurricular activities, and they're just eliminating all these options for kids to move. And that's something I'm super passionate about. But uh, yeah, there's I mean, there's just lots of examples of um, uh, things that we were that were suggested uh, as we were kids that uh, I just I don't subscribe to anymore. Um, and you know, a lot of them are, are nutritionally, uh, you, you saw fads come and go with like the low fat diet. Uh, you know, you, you saw like different, different types of diets emerge, uh, just based off of like, uh, being able to, well, sugar was demonized. Like there's just, there's a lot of different like information out there that, that wants to, you know, polarize everybody. And so it's, it's kind is of been sugar, like our job. Is sugar bad? 
Well, no, not necessarily. Well, okay. So in, in, in the context of uh, being in a calorie surplus or a calorie deficit. So if you're, if you're below uh, the amount uh, in terms of maintenance calories, like it's not going to have that much of an effect on you. However, uh, you know, there are things to consider uh, in terms of how that, um, you know, changes your behavior. So your the way that you taste food and, uh, you know, the, the way that you seek out these types of sweets and, and novelty, um, there's studies out there that actually show that you're, you're more likely to consume more calories, uh, you know, the more sweet things and the more um, sugar you have in your diet, you tend to kind of go off the rails uh, and be more um, uh, likely to uh, be addicted to certain types of other uh, not, not uh, nutrient-dense foods. Uh, which is kind of like with alcohol, right? Like, I mean, let's face it. Alcohol is a big part of the mating ritual and every chick drink is like super foo-foo. Like yep. it's done purposefully so, so to like can, hide yeah. the alcohol. So it's like, oh, this is so much fun. And right. now, now they're like fucking shit faced. And it's like, you know, I don't drink, man. The minute you stop drinking and you start living in this society, you really see how much consuming alcohol is part of our ritual of life. And I, I, and I bet you, I, I, I bet you that is the exact same thing for sugar yeah. and how much well, and, a moderation thing. I mean, and you've heard this a million times, like do everything in moderation. And, you know, there's some truth to some of this old, old wisdom and, and uh, you know, old sayings uh, to the fact that like, if, if you are in a calorie deficit and you're pretty moderate about introducing sugar into your diet, you're, you're probably going to be all right. I mean, it's, it's a bit inflammatory. And so you got to make sure that, you know, that's, that's not too high. Although here's another misconception is that uh, we have to eliminate all inflammation in your body, but that's a vital part of the process of actually stimulating your body to produce more muscle. Uh, without inflammation, uh, you know, studies like where you would take NSAIDs and you would take, uh, you know, Advil and whatnot, uh, and athletes would take that as after they work out right away, they wouldn't actually uh, adapt and change and grow muscle at the rate as somebody that wouldn't introduce that. That's interesting, man. Yeah. And you're like, well, why was that introduced? Did somebody come up with that idea? And were they funded by Bayer or Tylenol or any of those things? I mean, if it, to me, it's like, you know, we just did an episode on cults and we were talking about how, you know, this introduction of a new religion, like sounds like, hey, it's 2021. I figured it out. Yeah. Like nobody else has figured this out. Since mankind's been around, I today, Trevor, in the year 2021, have figured out how to, uh, you know, how the world works and where we came from, what God is, and all that. And like, I'm like really skeptical of that. You know who that sounds and like? And I'm skeptical of anyone named Trevor, by the way. <laughs> and the second thing is, right? And the second thing is, is like someone who invents a brand new way to work out, right? You're like, the human body is pretty much the human body. And we could debate whether we've gotten like bigger, smaller. Fat. I know we've all gotten fatter, but like yeah. how much has the human body changed? I think we're getting bigger, like in terms of taller. You remember when six foot was tall? Yep. Like chicks are six foot now. Like I go to comedy. I went <laughs> to this fucking, this uh, comedy fest called Skank Fest. Like every New York City comic is six four. I, used I, to I be remember tall. you telling me they were all like Aries is what oh. you said. Yeah. I used to be tall. Now it's like girls are like 5'10", 5'11", 6 foot. 
you, you see it more and yeah. more. So I think we're, and I think that's to do with the food that we're consuming. And I think the scams are also more sophisticated now because it used to be you could just throw any old bullshit workout device on TV and people would buy it. You well, know, remember, remember like Stacker upper X? size, yeah, all that shit. Like there, one thing was just a, like, a, like a brick that you step up and down on, and they sold that as like the step, <laughs> the stepmeister. No, what was that crotch thing that Susan Sarandon? That was the upper size. And or we yeah. were just, she had such yeah. a big rack, and she was so hot. And we we're just like, yeah, I'll buy well, like that. shit that that electrocutes your abs. You know, yeah. that, or you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. The STEM machines, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's, but now I think the the, the people who would have been doing that are now much more sophisticated. You know, they're pitching these well, diets like you're talking about. Yeah, well, yeah, there's so many phony things out there, and like you're talking about all these infomercials and products and and junk and garbage. Like, it really it if we can get back to what actually works, like, I mean, we always call it the biggest rocks or, or, you know, you're sort of meat and potatoes. Uh, we always stray away from certain things like barbells have just worked over time. Uh, and you know, old, old methods like dumbbells and, and kettlebells, even if you go even further back and just lifting rocks, I mean, we, we've gotten so crazy in terms of like how to, intertwine entertainment uh and experience with working out and everything has to be quick easy it has to be almost like it's you're, you're serving it in a pill form you have to be able to transform and change within i mean maximum 30 days otherwise like it's irrelevant to anybody uh which to to that point you're not really establishing anything long term there's no longevity in that like it's it's unsustainable uh so we're, we're just always trying to walk people off a cliff because everybody falls susceptible to that uh because at the end of the day most people the majority of people want to just look good and they're in there i mean they, they kind of care about health markers and things that the doctors say but unless you're dying uh people don't really make massive changes and so we, we try to just at least calm them down and be like, okay, here's like the few things that you just need to focus on and get good at. And you're going to have, you know, massive uh, results from just focusing on those couple things. I do. It, it, I, I feel like people get too lost in how far they have to go. And it really, you know, it's like when you, you know, he showed me this uh, show on TV, which is called what? Like, Thousand pound sisters. Oh, a thousand. Yeah, like thousand one's two hundred pounds. The other that. one is all the other way. Yeah, dude, I saw that. Yeah, uh, you know, and I don't even know why people watch this. It makes me feel like no. We were figuring it out. We were figuring out that females watch this to make themselves feel better. I'm six hundred. I'm I'm two hundred. She's six hundred. Look like at me. Zoo. I look great. It's yeah, like the zoo. A human safari. Yeah, it's a human safari. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like when you look at somebody like that. Like, where do you begin with her to be like, how do we turn this around? Dude, dude, I was yeah. watching a little bit of that show. On, she wouldn't on. even go pick up her own fucking Dr. Pepper. Yeah, that's I mean, that's a really tough uh, part of the uh, population. Like we've worked with a few uh, individually. I know between the three of us as trainers, like have worked with clients that have been morbidly obese like that. Um, and it, it is a different process. It's something that um, it. In the right way to do it, which you see, you see this a lot on Biggest Loser and a lot of these TV shows where it's all about drama and they're trying to like hustle their way to get this weight off. But the statistics behind that terrible in terms of like how uh, they're able to keep going on and, and sustaining that type of uh, activity that they had just ramped all the way up and cut their calories way down uh, too. So, you know, we found that um, in terms of changing overall behavior, 
just one thing at a time of focusing on, you know, introducing more whole foods, for instance, uh, and just really just trying to implement that first. So it starts to slowly change their palate of like what they crave. Uh, and, and this is a gradual process where it sounds counterintuitive because you don't want to add more food, but what it actually does is it starts to change, you know, their body starts to receive the nutrients and starts to crave it more. And now we can kind of naturally adjust, uh, you know, how they choose food in their diet. Uh, and then getting light, light movement and activity is going to go a lot further than trying to, you know, have them do some kind of hit workout where they're doing battle ropes and they're, uh, you know, doing really high intensity type of, of training where, uh, you know, they're, they're going to get all this joint pain. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're obviously they, they feel like they're being punished. Okay. So there's this other part of it too, that I think is, is a massive problem with the health and fitness industry is it's just this big thing. Like you look fucking disgusting and you need to change. And that's, that's literally the message. Like every commercial you see uh, to get in the gym is promoting. And, and really once you start to kind of twist that around and, and focus on it as being something that's going to help me feel good about myself and I'm doing healthy choices and, and making good decisions for me and it's benefiting me. Uh, you have a completely different mindset and it's, it's something that, uh, you know, will actually last a lot longer and you can build off of it. So if you don't set yourself up to keep building upon that, you're going to inevitably hit a wall and it's all going to kind of crumble back and you're going to see this yo-yo dieting. You're going to see uh, just, um, you know, the, they're going to stop going to the gym. It's just sort of the snowball effect of, you know, well, I've had enough. I have enough torturing myself. Like you can only take so much torture if that's how you perceive it. But, but that's but that's when you finally decided to lose weight because here in LA, being fat's glorified. Well, I, I mean, look at Lizzo. That's what yeah. I was going to ask. Like, we are now seeing fat campaigns. Oh, yeah. uh, I should change it because I, 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 dude, you know how I know I'm fat? It's because I would, I would, I've gone to a couple people and go, yeah, my doctor said I'm fat, and they're like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you mean they weren't like, oh, no, that's crazy. Yeah, none of that. None of that. None of that. You should get a, you get, no one said you should get a second opinion. No, it's like, dude, you're not bad. No, everyone's like, Ugh. And I'm like, okay, dude, I get it. And right, it's like right. so yeah, interesting. Well, he, I mean, he is a doctor. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, my medical opinion. Yeah. Well, it's also that, like, what I wonder if, like, if I was a woman, would he say that to me? Would he be like, you're fat? And if I went to did he say it that way or did yeah he... he goes yeah you're fat he said that yeah how old is this dude that's great he's is like, he older and, like, he busts my balls that's okay. his job yeah. that's but then I went to other people and was like yeah my doctor said I'm fat and they're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> the same one that put the two fingers in yeah or? the same guy after before he, my, did he my, tell you after my or before God hole is suddenly telling me God. I'm an ass I'm a fat ass yeah. was it before um, after he fingered he was in there it was uh it was. Before, hmm. oh, he didn't. Care. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't. See, I'm he torn. Didn't. I'm torn on this because I, I really believe that some people would live longer lives if someone in their life took a tough love approach with them and yeah. said, you know, you're gonna live longer if you lose weight. But there are also maybe just as many people that will spiral if you talk to them that way. And it you know it just make things worse. And and I I don't know what the answer is there. I don't know what the answer is. I think it's I think. You know, you, it's like, just, I think you have to learn that everybody has to be dealt with differently. Yeah. That's, that's the key of being a great coach, right? It's yeah. like, you can't, right? What's that? Yeah. 
I say therapy, you know, it usually in, in that instance, you get that big. Uh, a lot of times it's from something traumatic that happened, you know, in, in that person's life or, you know, some kind of like self-afflicting uh, condition where, uh, you know, they're coping with something, be you know, with food. And that's sort of their that's their drug in a sense. And so it's it, it really is going to take that that constant um, accountability and therapy and like working your way through to find out what the root of it all is. Uh, for any kind of real change to occur. So that's why, I mean, that would be like the first thing that we usually recommend, you know, somebody in that sort of category of morbid obesity is like, please go, go find yourself a therapist and start at least the conversation of that alongside moving and, and, you know, get some kind of nutritionist involved uh, in all those things. But really the therapy, in my opinion, because so funny, I'll be honest, like, okay, so we talk to, to the everyday average people. I mean, that's our focus. We're not talking to athletes. We're not talking to bodybuilders or, uh, I mean, we, we definitely bring up subjects in that direction, but for the most part, we're just trying to talk to your everyday average person. And so, you know, in terms of that, it's all about human behavior. Uh, and so forth. there's ways that we can provide uh, little hacks and little ideas that will actually steer their behavior completely in a different direction just by moving the needle just a little bit, uh, I think has much greater impact uh, for the overall outcome. Uh, you know, not to get too dark, but I was on uh, my other podcast, Conspiracy Social Club, and he, you know, Brian's been really grinding me on what I eat. And he goes, what'd you have for breakfast? Who, who's ahead right now? Is it is it Brian or you? In terms of uh, what, like uh, winning the argument or uh, being yeah, in shape? Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. up. I'm up about a hundred and uh, eight to two. I think about. I mean, I think <laughs> if you're going to actually take a score, right. and a couple of them, I throw the fight. I just have to throw the fight, you know, just, just, just to keep him from quitting the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, he loves Joe, and I love him, and you know, the people have spoken. But the point is, he he goes, "What'd you eat <laughs> today?" Right? And I go, "A muffin," and he laughed at me. Yeah, he goes. Good. Why'd you eat a muffin? I go, well, because it makes me forget about Larry Watts molesting me, right? And it, which was a joke. I mean, it's true, but it's a joke. <laughs> but that is something about that you eat to forget. You eat to feel good. It is like, yeah, why real, do you yeah. do drugs? Why do you okay. drink? But why he you... also drills you on having a banana. Yeah, are bananas bad, dude? Uh, no, see, again, this is all like, it's, it's not necessarily good, bad. It's, it's how, like, where does that stack up in terms of like your overall amount of sugar that you're consuming for the day? So it's, it's really, well, it's well, about the overall plus not to mention it does at least have, you know, some fiber nutrients in there, but yeah, it is high in the glycemic chart. If that's what he's referring see, to. Like a lot of people tell you now, like, remember back in the day, smoothies were good for you. In the 90s, all oh, smoothies, good for you, dude. It's fruit, smoothie, yeah. hit it Jama all juice. day. Yeah. Now, that's fucking sugar. You're, dude, that's diabetes. Oh, yeah. It up is the pure ass. sugar, though. If you think about how many apples or grapefruits or whatever you have to squeeze to make a, a, a thing of, you know, just a normal, like, yeah. you know, 12 ounces or whatever, it's obscene. I used to think Snapple was healthy because it had <laughs> apple in it. I'm like, oh, that's healthy. has apple in the title, yeah, right? It's got to be. I thought those were healthy. So, so. So, which is very interesting that you brought up, like, people dealing with the therapy of it. Because, you know, I, I'm sure as, a, uh, as somebody who works in health and fitness, you've had to notice, like, the kind of push to, like, market to fat people. 
or I, I shouldn't say overweight people. Excuse me, man. I mean, I'm being honest, like in, in this well, sense of what we're talking about right here. Dude, you finally got the pass to say what you want because you're a member. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, it's I like, get that. Yeah. I'm and, like the world's tallest <laughs> midget, right? And, and I'm have, like, I'm king of the midgets. And have you seen articles where men are fat and then women are overweight? They don't give a fuck about men. They'll of call course. men fat, fat, obese. Look at him. And women, yeah. she's overweight. She's no needs, fat shaming men. Yeah, it's, it's they don't give a fuck about men being 100% fat. One hundred percent, fat shaming is only for men. Yeah. No, for women. You can light guys up. Oh, and it's unbelievable how uh, everyone's okay with that. It's right? funny. It's funny. It's it's part. Of, it's on comedy. You're like, look at the fat guy. Yeah, we roast our friends all the time about it. I mean, I'm the guy on the show. I'm the fat guy. You know, so that's that's where I'm at. I'm like two bodybuilder, you know, physiques, and it's just like inevitably, like if I'm not like super shredded, I'm fat. So that's sort of where we're at uh, in that direction. But yeah, like <laughs> you're the <laughs> chunky <laughs> monkey of your group. That's me, man. Yeah, I'm the fluffy one. You know. But are yeah, you dusty. concerned about this promotion to the? And you know, when I hear this a lot, and I. I I kind of understand that there's, I, I kind of, I don't understand, but I feel for them when they're like, you know, uh, you know, people saying that fat is unhealthy is like fat shaming and it's gross and it needs to stop. And they like start organizations to try to change this. And I'm like, or you could take all that effort into working out. It could be like one or the other. You could do one or the other. You could start an organization that won't get you anywhere. Or you could take all that determination into going to the gym. Imagine if Lizzo oh, I, wouldn't have sang, and instead she would have worked out. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. well, to, to your point, poor. I think that, you know, initially all this, this started uh, with good intentions. So uh, I think that, uh, you know, loving your, your yourself is, is a big part of that, right? And that it, started, it sort of started that direction uh with like healthy at, at any size i think is that that's what the movement was sort of uh, called initially in the beginning but uh, now we're starting to move away from reality and this is this is where it's really tough because now we have to we have to be the ones the assholes that are like hey wait a minute like this does matter like you know carrying a lot of body fat around your body it's hormone sensitive it affects you in a negative way you're more prone to disease uh there's lots of these these health markers that have been around for a reason. We can't just ignore that and pretend that you're healthy because it makes you feel good. And that's just where we're at is, is we just want to make sure everybody's feeling good. Uh, and you can, and again, this is ties in now to the conspiracy side of the world where it's like, why are we changing all these definitions? Why are we changing uh, these words just to make people feel good about it? Uh, because there's been a concerted effort to teach, to try to convince us what is up is really down. And that's been done purposefully so that we don't find out how special we truly are. Right. And, uh, mm -hmm. that can go with, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, there are people who have chemical issues when it comes to mental health that they need to get help. But so much of what we're taught right now is like, if you're feeling bad, go, go to the doctor and get, you know, uh, a pill. So, you know, and that's, and I do like, I've done therapy. I, I'm not, and you know, uh, I hit recovery meetings, which are, are a form of therapy, which is talking about your problems and getting some feedback on them about where you are. I have no problems with that. What I do have a real problem with is this movement to not make, like I say this all the time, like a big problem for my recovery is that I, I wanted change without making change. 
And the old saying is insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So that's kind of where we are. So people, I think we're way more special than people know. And sometimes the universe is telling you stuff when, when you're depressed, you're sad, you're angry, and you're all that stuff. That's the universe sending you a sign. Hey, dude, this isn't what you're doing is not your course in life. You you have to go this other way, and it's and it, it sends you messages through sadness, depression, anger, and all that stuff. But in our modern society, that is seen as like this horrible, awful thing that we you have to do your best to completely get rid of. And I just don't think that is healthy or possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I see it everywhere. Like it's just everything is is changing definition. Um, and, and it's interesting too. Like we haven't even talked about like you guys had mentioned uh, about how the sizes and, and the heights and everything being different in the population too. But uh, you know, as of late all of our testosterone levels have been affected as men like quite substantially. And it's, it's not just because we're not moving more. It's not just because we're, we're probably not eating right, but there's, you know, there's lots of other factors and, and phthalates and, and things in the environment that are actually affecting, you know, the, the actual like uh, 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 hormone balance that we have uh, and, and low testosterone is actually more prevalent than it's ever been. And in, even in uh, younger, younger boys, uh, you know, in their twenties uh, have erectile dysfunction, have, you know, low testosterone. And so there's just like way more factors out there than just, you know, change. I got to just work out more and I got to adjust my diet. Uh, you're fighting a lot more things in the environment, even, uh, that are making their way uh, into your body uh, through chemicals and through plastics and uh, you know everything else that you're you're putting on your body. Your your skin is is another organ uh, that you need to consider as well in terms of you know putting uh, different types of soaps and and different types of shampoos and and sunscreen and all these types of things affect you uh, in a negative way if if these types of chemicals are in there. Um, you, you know, promoting that. So um, it's just, it's crazy. There's a lot, a lot more things out there now today to consider, I think, than, you know, previously uh, it just felt a lot more simple uh, growing up when I was trying to get after it. You know, but is that the key is to going back to simple? I think there's this whole thing about being on the cutting edge for everything all the time. Like, the metaverse is coming. I would love to know what uh, somebody in your industry thinks about what the metaverse means to your industry and to people in general. Because yeah. it, I, I go, see, like, I, like I, I've just met you. We're having this conversation. I think you're an alpha, dude, based on, like, you're working out and all that stuff. You, ha you have alpha traits, right? So would somebody like you, you're shredded. I can't see your neck. You got no neck, bro. You're just fucking, you're swole, bro. You're killing it, right? Keep going, dude. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> keep going, bro. Um, but, like, why, why would somebody like you want to exist in the metaverse? Like, why would you want to take away all of your advantages to go into a metaverse where someone like, for lack of a better term, considered a beta would have all the same advantages you have? It, it seems like it, it's disastrous to me. Yeah. Yeah, you're asking the wrong guy. I have, I have no interest uh, unless there's like a serious business angle in terms of like getting some real estate in there and, and you know, profit profiteering off of it. But uh, in terms of, of I see a massive, massive problem with people being plugged in. 
uh, and, and that being all consuming. So, you know, how, how do you actually interact in the metaverse? Well, you got to sit down, you got to put on these goggles um, and how long are you going to be in there? You're not going to be getting sunlight, uh, you know, which affects you in a negative way. You're not going to be getting activity. You're not, you know, a lot of times you'll probably be skipping meals. You're not properly hydrating yourself. Um, and, and you're literally portraying yourself in this virtual environment uh, and you're getting all these, it's just, to me, it's like super weird. I, I haven't even considered that we'd be at this place. It was all science fiction to me uh, for a long, long time. And it's, it's like, now we're seeing almost like it's minority report is, is now kind of coming to fruition. Uh, we, I just found out today that, you know, robots are able to duplicate themselves. Uh, and uh, there's just some weird shit going on, but the metaverse we, we are trying to discuss our way through this right now on the podcast. This is like one of these topics that I, I can't even wrap my head around where this is going to go. Uh, but I, I, I think there's going to be a clear divide is, is my sort of uh, thoughts around it is there's going to be people that are going to be plugged in at some point And then people that just completely abandon uh, where we're going as a society in terms of, you know, this social network, this, this virtual reality, um, I look at it, it's fun. Like I've played video games where I've been fully immersed in, you know, Roblox and all these kinds of games for my kids. They love it. Uh, but I have real concerns about them being in there too long or even um, in just neglecting all the rest of, of real world uh, experiences and being able, be able to be in nature and, and exercise and, uh, you know, enjoy life uh, as, you know, as a real person, uh, you know, contributing to the world. So, yeah, I have lots of, um, <laughs> I have lots of concerns about it. Let's put it that way. There's a world record of this kid playing 145 hours straight of Call of Duty. Uh, is that, he the greatest? That's emerged. That's the, he's beat the world record. I People looked it die up. that way too. Yeah, People die sitting in, get blood clots and shit mm-hmm. from because they well, don't move. For- I also hear that like Japan's got a real problem. Is it Japan or Korea it's has a addiction. real problem with like guys just don't give a shit about chicks? They're like, I'm t- I'm crushing it in Call of Duty, bro. I don't. Why do huh. I want to yeah. stop for you? And yeah. and they're they're having a giant issue with reproduction, man. And you know robots. Robots making love, dude. I mean, like, I, I, what, what do you think robot sex sounds like? Dubstep? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, like a diesel engine. We have brothels now with uh, sex robots. That's what I heard. <laughs> that, uh, that's what you heard out there. Uh, um, <laughs> he told me that. No, yeah. I, I'm with you on that. I mean, there's a lot of stuff also to get into. Uh, I, I also, I also want to talk about. I think. Like, I mean, people talk about restaurants, people talk about, you know, uh, comedy clubs, whatever. But I, I think there's two there's two businesses that have been really affected by COVID, and that is uh, the physical fitness industry, uh, trainers, and dominatrix have obviously <laughs> been affected. It's very hard to I dominate someone six feet that, away, right? right? <laughs> I, that's not, it's just not the same. Um, but... COVID, what, what are your thoughts on the whole situation with that? I mean, it, everything they've told us to do is the exact opposite of yes. what people in the medical community have been trying to, like the, the independent voices, which is get sun, eat right, exercise, do all that. And theirs yes. was like the complete, all the advice was the complete opposite. Yeah, it's so frustrating. I, I really don't. 
uh, pull my hair out all, all the time because we just aren't getting good information on how to be more resilient and, and you know, be empowered by uh, making good decisions nutritionally, uh, you know, being healthy and active. That plays a massive role in being able to stave off disease and be able to recover, especially once, you know, you do contract something like COVID. So, um, yeah, it's been super frustrating. And they've actually... I mean, there's, there's studies that actually prove that, 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 um, you know, within the gym setting alone, like it was just not, uh, it it wasn't the the sort of spread like they had anticipated because, you know, the initial fear was that, you know, people would be wiping, uh, their bacteria and, and, you know, uh, sneezing and, and, you know, getting all this kind of uh, residue everywhere in the gym. And the thing is, it's, it's more of a self-selection bias where healthy people all gravitate to one place um, it's less likely that uh, somebody's going to come to the gym sick. And so like that, that wasn't really considered. Uh, and, uh, for the most part, uh, there's a lot of gym owners that I've talked to that, uh, had no, no COVID outbreaks and, and they were just doing just fine, but they had to shut everything down and try to figure this out. And it's just been detrimental, uh, to public, public health. And, and they've just, just done a pissed poor job of, of promoting healthy practices and giving people real answers, except for just one, one nail, one hammer. This is your only option. Uh, and we're just, we're just completely sick of it and threw our hands up. And so that's why we have the podcast too. I mean, we're just trying to, to make sure that there's at least a voice out there that is promoting, uh, other ways to protect yourself and stay healthy and remain healthy, uh, for the long haul. And, you know, there's again, just resistance training. You wouldn't think it, but it's the most protective way. If you build muscle, it's got the most protective qualities to it. Uh, to, uh, you know, protect your, your vital organs to also like, uh, build up your immune system and, and just stave off uh, all kinds of, uh, uh morbidities and diseases uh, that come your way. Okay. Here's the question. How come women do fun workouts and men always have to do like painful shit like guys are always like watch me lift this fucking brick and then women are like okay we got daiquiris let's do step class right and they just have fun and they they, because men are trying to gain mass i would assume and and women are staying want to stay yeah there are more misconceptions so it's just kind of funny and we we dive into some of those myths that like women should train differently from men and uh, this is all marketing so it's 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 playing into you know, women have this like innate fear that they're going to get bulky yeah. uh, by by lifting heavy. Uh, and, you know, that would be a miracle if they looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger just by <laughs> doing deadlifts. Uh, yeah, those and, chicks and, probably have dicks, by the way, if they're, they're going to bulk up like I mean, fuck you it. said it. I didn't yeah. say Yeah, it. everything yeah. said by Sam is from Sam. <laughs> just so you know. People are like, Sam, Sam, we know yeah. it's you. I'm like, you don't. You, the reason I'm saying that is so you don't think that's the opinion of the guest, which is staring at me in shock as I say this stuff. Okay? <laughs> Not just you over um, and over again. So. That's what I mean by that. That's the opinion of Sam, not necessarily of the guest. And the joke is well written. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think there's a misconception that girls, uh, that they think they're just going to get like, next thing you know, they're going to look like fucking Mr. Olympic. Although there is very much a CrossFit bod that I've started to notice. Uh, women who do that, they get a little boxy, yeah, I guess you could say. So here's the thing about that too. So that's also sort of a self-selection thing. Like, so uh, if you're good at something and you have a propensity to doing well, like say deadlifts, say snatch, like a lot of these like uh, complicated lifts, um, 
you you tend to have a certain type of body type to begin with mm, that you're going to build upon. Uh, and so you get, you see this because you get a lot of pictures, you get a lot of videos, you see CrossFit athletes, um, you know, in the spotlight more often. And so, you know, they already genetically have sort of this, this predisposition to, to, to being, you know, to looking that way. Uh, and they're just kind of enhancing and building upon that. So your average woman, um, you know, really doesn't have that much testosterone to produce, uh, you know, a type of a bulky physique uh, that they think is just going to happen. Uh, and, and really like beyond that in terms of hormones, but also like the amount of calories you're consuming. I mean, you got And also just like to be on all these other excess hormones and steroids. And, you know, there's just been some controversy with SARMs with CrossFit athletes as well. So, you know, there's, there's steroids that are rampant uh, in the CrossFit community and athletes as well that, you know, some have been busted and some have, you know, claimed that, uh, I, there was a, there's a hilarious one where, you know, one of those CrossFit athlete girls actually claimed that, um, she didn't know, like her, her boyfriend was, was, um, applying cream and she didn't know. Uh, and, and it was, you know, steroid cream. And so she got busted for that, but yeah, so it's, it's again, like for the most part, your average, your average female, um, you know, really is, is just going to get exactly what she wants, like a, a lean tone type of physique. If she just trains heavy and eats appropriately. Are your cons- are the concerns about uh, steroids, performance enhancers and all that stuff? Is it from a health place or a competition place? And is there misconceptions about P- you know, mm-hmm. steroids and stuff and PD yeah. and whatever it's called? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, I come from an athletic background, so I had a bit of, I shared a bit of the stigma around, you know, anabolic steroids uh, because I didn't, I didn't want to cheat uh, necessarily. And it was something that uh, was definitely frowned upon, but uh, as you know, I'm aging and realizing too, and getting my hormones tested uh, you find out if, you know, if you're low testosterone, testosterone plays a vital role. It, it, it's a big health indicator. If everything's going right, uh, you're going to be nice and balanced with your hormones. And so, uh, you know, there's, there's detrimental effects to having low testosterone. And so I do see medical um, uh, usage for it and benefit to it. Uh, if it's applied at like, you know, hormone replacement therapy type doses. Uh, when you start getting into excess amount of doses, you can get pretty extreme when you go to competitive bodybuilding. Um, and so, you know, those guys, but it, it's hard to sort of parse that out in terms of like, what, what's the one that's actually like causing them the most health issues. Cause they're, they're doing crazy stuff, you know, with insulin and uh, all kinds of other like the types of uh, hormones that they're injecting and they're, they're, they're trying to build the, like the most ridiculous physique possible. So, uh, and plus, you know, they're, they're, the amount of stress and, and uh, the, the type of intensity that they're applying in their workouts is, is like unparalleled to most other people. So you have to kind of tease all that stuff out. But for the most part, actually, testosterone, if used appropriately, is pretty healthy for you if you can balance your levels out. Uh, do you think there should be like an all drugs league where it's uh-huh. like you have to flunk a drug test to, to be able to compete? And if you don't, you can uh you you you're banned for like six games or something like that if you it just Dude, like I, I'm in yeah I I, <laughs> I would I, love that like I would, it's almost like uh, so pride I think I believe yeah. back in the day, right? how great were those fights those guys oh. you ever see old Amazing. Vandalay Silva uh, yeah. dude I mean we're talking steroids and oh. tweaking or baseball. 
Yeah, baseball. exactly. The home run uh, race, yep. where, you know, McGuire and dude, baseball's never been as exciting. So yeah, there's definitely something to that. I mean, it's again, we're we're as consumers, like we want to see a freak show. Uh, and so like in terms of entertainment and selling tickets, like it would just be smart to have sort of an, uh, an, an open league like that. Uh, and it would just be like, it's, it's the athletes risk. I mean, they're risking their, their bodies every day on all kinds of different levels anyways. So, uh, I honestly, I, my opinions changed a lot over the years. Uh, it's just really, for me, it's like stuff like that. I just kind of put barriers around kids. Uh, but other than that, like if you're an adult, Hey man, you know, it's totally up to you. My favorite part, because, you know, I'm old and apparently fat. Um, no. Uh, no. I, I remember when there was a giant movement led by John McCain to stop steroids because they're worried about the kids doing steroids. And now, like, 2021, it's like, let's give them all hormones. Remember right? the after-school specials, dude, where, like, the, the the teenager, like, wrestler would come home and, like, slap his girlfriend. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, oh, God. And, and, and now it's like, let's put them all on hormone therapy and completely and utterly fuck with their body chemistry. Unbelievable. And, you know, and I've said this before. Again, this is Sam speaking. It's like... You know, every time I watch the television, there is a pharmaceutical comp, uh, ad, and half the ad is the side effects, and 90% of them is suicidal thoughts, mm-hmm. right? And we're talking but- for simple things, you're, you know, uh, you know, your heart or your, like anything we're thinking about. Anal you're, bleeding for some Right, reason. right? Uh, uh, your, your depression, whatever. But they look happy, though, Sam. Yeah, but, but, but the point that I'm trying to make here is like, the big thing about trans that everybody's talking about is how half of them, they have such a high suicide rate. Well, I'm like, well, how many of them are on hormone therapy? That You can't tell me that hormone therapy doesn't have the same fucking side effects as a drug that get, you fight depression with. I mean, it's just the truth. And you you don't, I brought up the people who are, and I have trans friends. I, I want them to live their life. But this notion that like, the reason that this is all happening to them is because they're not accepted in society. I don't agree with that. I think it's that you're 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 messing with your biological chemistry. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, imagine if they had a commercial for a trans pill. What it would say after, if taken. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Welcome to XG's business ideas. Uh, but your thoughts on that, Justin? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I would, I would put a lot of boundaries and parameters around, especially like with, with youth and in introducing any kind of um, exogenous hormones. Um, it would have, it's super invasive, and it, like you said, it does, you know, change your biological makeup, and and some of sometimes it's irreversible, you know, if it's introduced too early, and so, and I have heard of of examples you know, of, of depression and, and that being, you know, an issue that's obviously, it's not something that's uh, talked about a lot uh, because there's a movement uh, completely in the direction of, of applauding it and, and making sure, you know, everything is in that direction. Um, but yeah, I, again, with, with kids, we got to be careful. We got to protect kids from, you know, a lot of ideas and, and propaganda out there that are just, you know, like, let's wait till they're adults. There's a reason why a lot of other things, uh, I mean, we, we have to wait till we were 16 before we got a license. We had to wait till we're 21 to get, uh, you know, alcohol. 
Um, and there's just seems to be this, it, it's just strange that this isn't something to be considered that, you know, might have long lasting effects that maybe, you know, they didn't want because they were so young that they didn't really form into their ideas yet of what they actually wanted to be. And so I have no problem, obviously with, you know, if you have, if you identify something else, you want to get perceived, live done, your life, live your life, but that's going to come from you, your decision, not yeah. from uh, you know, somebody influencing you uh, at an impressionable age where, you know, your, your brain hasn't completely formed uh, and be able to make those decisions, uh, you know, cognitively. So I, yeah, I, again, I, I do have, uh, I do have reserves about that for sure. I have a lot of reserves. I wish people would protect their children, but you know, dumb people can have kids too. And there's not much you could do about it. Right. And it's just like, everybody's on their own path. Everybody's on their own journey. And if you're not one of those people that, had uh, like, you know, your parents pushing you into Hollywood and to be a child star or, you know, people going around so proud of their trans child, which, you know, tease your own. If your kid's trans, it's great. Uh, you know, celebrate them, protect them. I don't think there's enough of them in the world to warrant completely changing how we raise children. And I, you know, I got to ask something. And I, this isn't even about trans. This is about kids in general. Do you think we're putting out better quality people since we started changing the way we grew, raised children? Do you uh, think that? Do you think the people are better? I don't know. I'm not saying they're not. I have two children. I'm doing my best to love them the best I can. And, like, I'm an old school dad, dude. I, I'm not going to change my ways. I'm going to love them. But I'm, I'm going to be stern and I'm going to be a disciplinarian even if I know they don't like it. And that is so hard to do. When you know that your kid is angry at you, it is heartbreaking. But you also know this is the best you got to do, right? Yeah, it's important. I mean, yeah, you need to set them up for life. <laughs> you need to set them up for dealing with failure, dealing with hardship. Uh, and, you know, to to just let them have everything they want and, and make sure they're always feeling good and happy, you know, doesn't prepare them for anything, doesn't help them become strong. And so this is, again, this is where we kind of relate it back to the, the sort of fitness lessons that we learn. And, and a lot of times too, it's just in the gym, we learn, you know, we're going to, we're going to keep doing reps because we get stronger. Uh, and you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to do all these things and we're going to go through hard workouts. We're going to go through hardship to be, you know, to, to, to make it out on the other side. And so, you know, for me as a, as a parent too, I have two boys, uh, you know, I'm consciously, how old are your kids? So 11 and eight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm my, my 11 year old right now. He's in, um, he's in middle school. And so, which is to me, I'm, I'm, I'm not really stoked on because he's in sixth grade. And so, uh, I, I went to junior high when I was in seventh grade and I feel like there's like a massive leap, uh, once you go into seventh, eighth grade where, you know, these kids are starting to, you know, be introduced to, to drugs and, and ideas. Yeah. Scary. And, yeah and they're, they're kind of rebelling against, uh, you know, their parents, their teachers. And, and so anyway, so there's a lot of that starting to kind of move its way in and we're having a lot of discussions about it, uh, continuously, but yeah, I want, I think the biggest thing for me is always communication. Like I, I did, I did, I wasn't able to talk about a lot of these things, sex, drugs, any of those things. My parents want to make sure that, you know, that's something that I always have, you know, accessibility to, uh, with my kids, especially now, because all these ideas are, just, they're just getting bombarded with it either from their peers or even their teachers now, which is really frustrating.
Oh, wait up. I was, you were saying for making better kids. I think in a weird way we are. They're just going. It's just we're in the real world. Like they want climate change. All lives matter. I think these kids do have a good mentality as in they're nice people. I don't think they're assholes. They want all the homeless not to be homeless. No, no, but no, that's not that. the real world that we're in where it's no, not no. just baby. The whole world well, as in like. You know, it's just weird. XG, because you are right in a, in a way. These kids, kids are good people. Are a lot These kids more are good people. Yeah. You know, you go to the mall. I'm I'm so old. I still go to the mall. That's like <laughs> a sign of an old person, by the way. Going to the mall. I can't believe that. I used to love the mall as a kid. Hell no. Now these yeah. kids are like, I'm in the metaverse. Fuck the mall, right? <laughs> but you go to the mall and you do when you do see kids there, it's super multicultural. Like it, like that part worked. Like, like well, being calling someone a weirdo is bad now. I called, the, I was, my little nephews were playing around, and I was like, why are you being weird? And they looked at me like I said, you're a little fucker. <laughs> you're not allowed to call them weird. They're so sensitive, which I think is but good. Is but it's, good, it's not good, No, no, but they, but they have a good heart. It's not that it's good. You said, oh, do they have a good heart? I think they do have a good heart. The kids have a good heart. It's just, dude, we're in the real world. Are we, Go to I, Africa. Like, stop acting like this all. So, so it's like, it's this weird thing. Like, you know. Bill Burr's bit about Donald Sterling, how his grandparents were like yelling at Indians, get off his lawn. Like it's <laughs> just from like super caveman shit to like this super overly sensitive like, come live with thing. Me. You know, it's, it's like it, it, there, it's like, it's a, it's a little bit of both, right? It's a little bit of both. You know, you, you talk about your sons going into, it's like, I said this, I mean, like, I love my children. I wish a million failures on them before they get to whatever that thing that they really want. And it's going to be so hard to watch. Yeah. It's going to be so hard to watch. Because every and kid is like their own little celebrity now. And think about how fucked up child celebrities are, you know, because they get everything when they're right, young. And, right, and, and right. But they're you're doing like, that to your kids. hey, man, I came in fifth. Look at my cool trophy. Yeah, I'm like, spoiled from what's going to happen at that moment? Am mm. I, I don't think I'm going to let them have the fifth place trophy. I'll throw it away. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like yeah. second, third. Okay, not the best, but hey, you. But fourth, dude. Fifth, I remember getting plenty of second place trophies for baseball and stuff, and and we we just break them over our knees and throw them in the trash. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're dude. Garbage. They're garbage. Because the Rock was really popular, and this guy that loved the quote, the Rock went, "The Rock says this trophy's too damn small." <laughs> just broke it over his knee. <laughs> Lamont McIntyre, shout out. Yeah, I mean, but it's like this weird kind of thing. Like my. I know people that I talk to that older men that brag about never changing a diaper. They're like, I never change a diaper. And like, now that I've been through that with my daughters, I'm like, I feel bad for them because there is a spiritual connection that happens. I'm telling you, you won't understand it till you do it. Okay. You weren't supposed to be there when she was giving labor. Yeah. Fuck changing a diaper. You weren't supposed to be there during right. labor. I, now I, you're I, a piece I, of I'm, shit if you're not. I'm telling yeah. you guys. Changing yeah, your kid's diaper too. is like, this is a bond because Both one and two, it, or which is there one that bonds you to the child more? Is it? I mean, it's two, 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 two bonds really? More. Two. Two bonds more. Okay, two bonds more, bro. <laughs> to me, it bonds more, dude, because because they need you. Because if you don't change your diaper at a certain time, they start crying. They get a rash, right? Yeah. So if you don't change their diaper, they need you to change their diaper. And that's a spiritual moment. And sometimes they don't want you to. You got, And it becomes this also, this bit where it's like, hey, man, I know it's best for you. You got to listen to me. I, I, I'm telling you, dude, because I was like, man, I don't want to change these girls' diapers. Come on. And then you're like, you're like, okay, man, do you want me? And then it just becomes a, a parent thing. I can't explain it other than you'll f know it when you when you do it.
I, no, I get you. It's it's like a trust thing. Like it, you're you're there for them, supporting them, and it's like they you might not think they remember things like that, but you do have like sort of that shared bond uh, if you are involved like that. And so it's like it's more about just being involved with a lot of those little things. Uh, you know that it, it sort of builds that trust uh, between the two of you. I completely agree with that, dude. And it's just like, it's just this thing about raising your kids and being as hand-on as you can be with helping them make these decisions. And it's like, the mom, I love her. She just, she's always like, when the kids are throwing fits, she's like, I know, it's frustrating. It's And I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, look who's the best actress ever. Oh, look who's going to win an award for acting. Oh, my God. Yay, Ghost Tripoli. You're the best, you know? And I, I, I understand that could be... Have weird, moments, but it's got to be like I know what you're doing, dog. Like my kids, when they start doing drugs, I feel for them because dad knows when people are on drugs because he used to do all the drugs. <laughs> I'm like, I know what you're doing. Like, like yeah. we got to work this out. Huh. And like I watch Dope Sick, and it like it scares me so much oh, that oh, yeah. that 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 is out there because you can get real lost in that. And it's like you know, it's like kind of what you were talking about going to therapy. You're like, why are you numbing out right now? What are you doing to numb out? Why are you numbing out? What what are you not dealing with right now? Let's deal with this so you don't do it. Because heroin is basically Russian roulette. It's literally Russian roulette. Every time you do it, that might be your last time doing anything. And if you if you put yourself in that position consistently, it's just a matter of fucking time. And that's why uh, it makes me sad. So I want to wrap it up with this, Justin. And, and thank you for coming on the show. Oh, yeah. Um. What is, I'm always like, you know, I have, a, I have a podcast called Zero. It's a spiritual podcast. And it's always about how can we take what's going on in your life and you can deal with it, right? Like, what, what do you, where do we start if someone's kind of super lost in life and they're not happy with how, what kind of shape they're in? They're overextended with work. They're working all the time because it's very easy to get into that. And then it's very easy to get an app that says like seven minutes, work out for seven minutes and you'll be super shredded. You're like, I got seven minutes and you do it and you do it for three weeks. You're like, I'm not even getting close to shredded. I'm giving up on this. And it's like, you know, you know, Rogan talked a lot. I I posted this thing about Rogan because Rogan was like, yeah, I could suck my own dick if I want to. And I'm like, you know what, dude? That's discipline to me. Like, that guy is a meat square. And the fact that he is fucking yeah, flexible enough to, 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 to go to town on himself, that's discipline for me. And there's so many people who don't have discipline in their life. And it's like, it's like especially when you watch sports, you get to the highest level. Everybody's athletic. It's like, what's the difference between you and the next guy? And it's like, discipline. Are, do you put in the time? Do you put in the work? Are you pushing through the pain? Like, because that is the difference. Like, are you going to do what it takes to win? So what are your thoughts on, like, if people listening today, they, I'm sure they love this episode. What, what are they, where do they start? Well, I think the first thing really is to be as honest as possible with yourself. Um, and to figure out what is that one thing that you can implement that you can consistently implement uh, going forward. So something that you can introduce that's not going to be too daunting. It's not something that uh, I need to schedule in and, you know, work its way into the schedule, something that will easily fit in there. 
um, that uh, I can I can duplicate that as, as many times as possible, you know, going into, you know, indefinitely into the future. Um, I, honestly, I think it's we overcomplicate things uh, all the time and we think that we have to take everything on at once. Um, and to be to be completely honest with that, uh, with yourself and, and recognize if, if it's I can show up to the gym one day a week at least start to understand and, and learn, you know, how I need to move better, you know, maybe hire a coach or maybe just, you know, follow a program and just start addressing some of these things slowly uh, and see if I can now do that same thing next week. And so then I can build upon that and build upon that from there. Uh, you're going to have a lot higher chance of success. I think that um, for the most part, people just, they look at it as this big, huge, daunting uh, thing. And, and it's, it's, it's almost, if you look at it if, as a whole, it, it looks impossible. You need to make very small goals that are achievable. You've got to give yourself some wins. Uh, and a, a good way to do that, too, is to, so one, one example would be if I eat, I, I want to make sure that I walk for, I don't know how long, just around your block after you get something to eat. This helps with your digestion. This helps get you some sunlight. This helps get you some exercise, some fresh air, um, you know, and that's just something that is now ritual. It's something that I can do like at lunch. I just go and I do that one thing and then that builds momentum. Now it starts to change your hormones. It starts to, you know, have this snowball effect um, that I feel good. So now I want to do more. Now I want to take more on and I'm going to add another day a week and I want to get more in, in, involved in resistance training. I want to learn about that. So I'm going to, I'm going to get this program. And I'm going to start working my way through that. Um, and you know, just making healthier, better habits, you know, it, it takes gradual time. So, uh, you know, don't be nice to yourself, I guess it, it would be my message. Like be, be, be honest, be nice and, and, you know, make sure it's something that's really achievable and it really doesn't matter, uh, where you're at right now. It's just what you can do immediately because consistency trumps all the rest of the variables, all the rest of, you know, how, uh, you know, how hard you're going in the gym, um, you, you know, like it, all those things, like everything else considered, uh, every, it's going to work out. It's going to balance the way out. Uh, so that, that would be my best advice is to just um, try to try to simplify it and try to take actions, you know, one small step at a time. Uh, I, I think it's also important to find, to find a workout that you love to do. I, I think people think it's one workout works for everybody. And, you know, it's like, I love jujitsu, but man, it just went on forever because I wasn't flexible. I wasn't enjoying it. But man, Krav Maga is just something I just love to do. And it, it, it like the hour goes like that. That's what you got to do, man. What is it the workout you love? Maybe it's boxing. Maybe you love boxing. Find a boxing instructor who will hold pads for you and teach you how to throw to get your fucking cardio up, okay? What are your thoughts on yoga? Yeah, yoga is great. Uh, again, this is another sort of restorative type of modality. It's it's great for, uh, I think it's 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 it helps to combat stress. So anything you can introduce in your life that's going to kind of combat stress, especially today because everybody's holding on to it so hard, and it's causing a lot of like mental issues uh, with people. Like movement in general is going to help to really alleviate a lot of that. But yeah, yoga is 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 great. It's a great discipline. 
Um, and you do burn calories, you do, uh, you know, get some, some muscle benefit to that as well. But for the most part, it's the, the best part about it is like a yin yoga where you're really de-stressing and, you know, you're, you're getting that parasympathetic state. So, uh, any, any chance you can find out there, like, and like you said, activity in general. So find something like you really love, um, to do, but, uh, you know, find, find ways to incorporate it more frequently. So it's, it's about being able to do something that you're going to have longevity with. You were talking about macronutrients, proteins, and fats. I'm guessing you are cool with the keto diet since you run on fats, or is that just a typical LA fab where it's like, nah? Yeah. So, I mean, there's benefit to it um, medically, and there's there's lots of benefits to you know if you're if you're doing it as kind of an elimination diet in a sense, um, but. In terms of a, of a long-term diet, it's very limiting in terms of the options for that. So uh, back to the human behavior side of it, a lot of times we've found people go on these types of diets that are really restrictive. Uh, there's not a whole lot of options out there fat-wise to consume, and, and even keto especially because you think that you know having steaks and having butter and all these types of things, like, well, the steak itself, like we already are tipping the point of too much protein, which then converts you know to sugar eventually that your body's going to use as glucose. Mm-hmm. So um, you have to consider the fact that it's really limiting. And so how long are you running it? And what are you running it for? So there's there's benefit and value to it. And if you have certain conditions where, you know, you can't really, you don't do well at all with carbohydrates, you know, obviously that's going to be a great, you know, answer for you. Um, but uh, a lot of these diets, even vegan diet and, um, you know, carnivore diet, like I could, I could, you know, tell you what the benefits are to, to some of those, but a lot of times, you know, because they're restrictive, uh, you're going to end up in a place where, you know, your body, uh, you know, might be lacking and deficient in certain other areas, you know, nutrient wise but that you didn't consider. So um, to me, it's, it's about flexibility um, and it's, it's about, um, you know, being able to, to, to kind of have purpose with it. So if I'm running a keto diet and I'm trying to lower my inflammation because I'm really inflamed, um, or I'm, I am trying to stay kind of low calorie and be sharper, um, because, you know, I'm running more on in a ketogenic state. Um, it, it does have good properties for that. So, uh, I think it's all on how it's applied versus like just the popularity of it to, to lose weight and try and get a six pack. All right. Vegan. Are you okay with vegan or what do you think? Vegan, uh, vegetarian, carnivore. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, very similar to that. Like, so we've, we've talked to, to many vegans and, you know, you saw game changers come out and lots of these documentaries on Netflix, which are always, we roll our eyes at because yeah, it's, it's total cherry picking yeah. data that, uh, you know, is, is interesting to me. Like why you would want to eliminate the most bioavailable food, food out there, you know, from, from animals. Uh, and it's, it's very nutrient dense. Your body already receives it well. Uh, but you're trying to argue that it's not good for you. Uh, so that one leaves me kind of, uh, you know, uh, miffed, but I, I honestly, I don't have problems if it's, if it's something that is a bit of a, like you're concerned with animal cruelty or, you know, that's sort of your angle with it. Um, I, I empathize with that, but in terms of it being beneficially, you know, a, a health type of a diet for you, like there's some challenges I would propose, 
uh, with that because it's very hard. It's very hard to maintain adequate amounts of protein in that diet. And I know there's ways to supplement that, uh, but those are all new answers. Um, uh, and this is, this is a totally new diet. And because if you're just living off of a vegan diet back in the day, uh, you're, you're not going to last very long. I mean, you guys have watched naked and afraid, right? Well, yeah. That, yeah and that's because they couldn't find meat. They couldn't find me. Yeah, I don't think I don't think any fucking caveman was like, I'm not eating that because it was fucking inhumane. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah. they don't give a fuck. I think yeah. the re, I think just, I know there's some people who enjoy being vegan. Uh, our friend Johnny Bencourt, Johnny too, he enjoys it. And he finds ways to get his protein and stuff like that. I think it comes down to what is your personal preference. And if you're doing too much of one thing. Listening to him and Off the Grid Ryan talk about their, their, uh. They both have huge hearts uh, on. And they, boy, they <laughs> just, uh, but it's just, they have to bend over backwards. Are they just vegan whacking off, making yeah, eye yeah, contact yeah. with and, each other. Yeah, in the green room with the 500th. And, and they, but dude, it's so, they have to bend over backward to get the nutrients they need, you know? And they're talking about all these elaborate recipes. And, and like he's saying, I just don't, it just doesn't seem practical in the long run. You know, yeah. I mean, you have to do so much. And I will say, uh, keto, at least now, well, it, because of the profit incentive, you are seeing more products that are like pre-made, ready-made. Yeah. But a lot of that shit is, you know, is, yeah. is junk. Like candy bars it's and junk. Yeah. And, yeah, it's junk brownies food. and yeah. Right. But is, again, is that really? No, it's junk food, man. It, yeah, it's just junk food. So, and none I mean, of this, none of this shit is cheap. Whole no. Foods yeah, and fucking eating vegan, so funny, it's bro. not cheap. You got to go out of your way to be healthy. Yeah, and like shit totally. foods like a dollar. Yep. I used to have a joke about that. They used to have like dollar fish sandwiches at, at Wendy's. I'm like, what fish are you selling for a dollar? You go to a pet store, goldfish are a buck fifty. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Right? It's like, what are you selling for a dollar, dog? That's so funny. Well, uh, Justin, thank you again for coming on. It was a wonderful conversation. Hope people got a lot from it, man. And just like, you know, I'm just going to say this, man. So much of uh, what you need in your life, you already have inside you. You have an instinct. You got to listen to it. And just because it gets bumpy, like flights, man, every flight gets bumpy. But 99% of the flights... 99.9% 99.9% of flights, they land. They always land, man. So it's like your life is going to get a little rough and a little, you know, you got to have this immigrant mentality, what Joey Diaz says, which is like, you got to, you like, work your fucking ass off. If you're tired, get, big deal, man. Figure it out, dude. Find a time to work out. Because you know what, man? If you find out a workout you really like, it's not a pain in the ass. And you're thankful for it, man. I'm so thankful for the two times I go to Krav Maga every week. It's like I mean, my favorite fucking thing to do because I get a little time to work on myself. Figure it out. Justin, uh, one more time, where can they find you? Name your podcast and where they can find you. Yeah, we're Mind Pump. You can follow me at, uh, you know, Mind Pump Justin on Instagram. I'm on there. That's basically the only one I'm on. But uh, yeah, that or like anything mindpumpfree.com. We, we like to put a lot of free information out there um, and ebooks and whatnot and just kind of help you on your health fitness journey and, and get you started. So uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, go find me there. Go listen to the podcast. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys, man. Thanks for having me on. It was a wonderful conversation. I had a great time and I appreciate you dealing with our our, 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 our lowbrow jokes. <laughs> you know, thank you for Dude, slumming with us, I, brother. Yeah, thank you I for slumming it. with yeah. us. I appreciate you. You're a G. It was a great conversation, and it was perfect. I need to hear it because I, I got to make some big changes in my life. 
Because apparently I'm fat. Uh, I love you guys very much. I hope I can see you guys in San Diego this weekend. We're in Tam- I'm in Tampa Bay next weekend. And then uh, just added Buffalo. Oh, January 28th. The, again, the two big shows at Harvell's in Long Beach. Love you guys very much. Have a great weekend. We go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hat, Tim foil hat, Tim foil hat.